0: everyone and welcome to another Yogi Misfit Sessions. My name is Danny Pomploon and I am your host. Today is session 69 and I have Faith Hunter on the show. The funny story about Faith and we talk about it a little bit on the show is I actually um, I, I Facebooked her long, maybe like three or four years ago and she was so sweet and so nice and so kind and It's like, do your thing, Danny, keep going, like, go for it, do all the things and teach the yogas. And she was actually one of the bigger contributors as to like what made me believe that I I could do this and I can't make it happen. So thanks, Faith, for doing that. We have a really good time on the show. We talk about what being spiritually fly, which is her thing means. And, um, she shares a really cool story that I wanted to get into about how she got into her yoga practice with her brothers and it's just, she's got such a great heart and, and it's taken her, uh through one heck of a journey to get here and and so yeah i'm just really excited to hear what she had to say so i hope you guys enjoy the interview i highly recommend you check out the amazing brett larkin's online yoga teacher training brett is not only one of the best yoga teachers i know having taught at companies like google and pinterest she's also an online juggernaut with people consuming over three million minutes of her youtube content each month Brett offers the most respected and interactive online yoga teacher training courses that gives a flexible way for you to become a registered yoga teacher and really change your life. The truly great thing about studying online is that it offers so much more flexibility and allows you to learn at your own pace. Plus, once you sign up, the resources are yours to keep forever. And remember, those of you that are already teachers can take the program at a discounted rate for continuing education credits with Brett. So head over to brettlarkin.com forward slash Danny. Again, that's brettlarkin.com forward slash Danny, which is linked in the show notes below. to Download the brochure that has tons of information on the course and how you can transform your life in just a few short months. Use the coupon code Danny when you sign up to get $100 off the course. That's $100 off the course. On top of that, when you use the coupon code Danny, you'll also get my free flight school videos, which are super fun to do. Registration closes April 30th, so make sure you head over to brettlarkin.com slash Danny to sign up before then. Registration is also almost full, so make sure you reserve your spot before it's too late. course just before we get started if you love the show iTunes reviews are my best friends we love them here at the show because it tells more people about the show and the more people know about the show the more I get to do the show (laughs) so um, if you could please leave just a quick iTunes review I would greatly appreciate it I'm sure everyone that uh, listens to the show would greatly appreciate it so that we can uh, continue to spread this love and continue to spread the vibes without further ado here comes this week's episode Faith Hunter, you are here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm actually wonderful, thank you.
0: I am um, like I was. I was mentioning before we were getting started. I'm super. Uh, I'm super excited to finally get to talk to you because we started talking maybe like three or four years ago. Like as I was first like teaching yoga and did my first little travel thing, and, <laughs>
1: and then a
0: mutual friend of ours, Laura, was like, "You need to connect with Faith. Like you guys are going to get along." And then. One of my other, one of my current best friends, Cinda, over at Breathe in Detroit. Oh you and my her, goodness! Yeah, you guys, you and her go like you guys are pretty tight in. So it's it's like it's all coming together.
1: Oh my gosh! Wow! Oh my goodness! I love Cinda. She's amazing.
0: She's such a great human. She's yeah. such a great human. Yeah, yeah. She's actually there. So Breathe in Detroit's a big sponsor of the show.
1: Oh, sweet.
0: Yeah. So we love we love them.
1: Yeah, and so <laughs> my dog Sebastian. He has a secret as well.
0: Oh, I think I think Sebastian is featured on the ads right now on Facebook. Oh,
1: get out of here!
0: I think so. Yeah, I'm almost positive.
1: <laughs> That's cool.
0: Yeah, from um, it was from uh, the uh, Barefoot and uh, Barefoot and Free Yoga Festival last year. You guys took pictures of them.
1: Yeah, awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so today's show is all about Sebastian the dog, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it can be. He's the king. <laughs>
0: I love it. I love it. I'm going to, um, I'm going to dive in faith. I have like so many questions to ask you. I've been, I've been dying to, to talk to you one, just to get the, um, the listeners to know a little more about your story. Um, I'd love to hear, you know, from you, I know your story of how you came into yoga and your brother and that whole thing just really hits close to home. Um, you know, I lost a partner like about 10 years ago and, and wow. anyway, so I just, I, I want to hear your journey into yoga and mm-hmm. how your brother was a big part of it.
1: Sure. Uh, well, yes, I, I'm originally from Louisiana and mm-hmm. I started practicing yoga in the early nineties and it was actually right around the time that my brother was hospitalized. He was like literally on his last few months of living, um, because of complications related to HIV. And he, um, was yeah, was just going yeah. through a really really difficult time, but also this family, our family was going through a trying time because we've known not just my my older brother Michael, who actually died in the nineties, but also my younger brother. Both of them were diagnosed with HIV in the eighties. So right when um, the disease and everything just got kind of hit the United States, and right. And so, you know, we've always like throughout my life, it's like always been something that's been present, meaning the the awareness around HIV. But when he died, that was like literally the first moment where it just kind of hit me. And I often say during, I started practicing yoga because one of my friends suggests that we go to yoga class. And she was like, You're really stressed. I'm stressed from work. Let's just go try this out. You know, I was stressed from family related stuff. But at that moment, when, I, my brother passed. I um, was really going through this really trying and challenging time around God and the, the really believing. I mean, we grew, I grew up in a Southern Baptist home and very spiritual. I really was rooted for many many years in the teachings and when um, my brothers were diagnosed, I started to drift away from that. And I was like in high school, you know, I was actually a little bit younger. I was like junior high school at the time. And then by the time it made it to the point where my brother was dying, I was like, you know, F God, I'm done. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and so, going to yoga, it, it didn't really connect me immediately to spirituality or my own personal definition of spirituality. But what it did was give me time to to breathe um, and give me time to to cry because I'm I'm the only girl. I was smack dab in the middle. My brothers were my heart, and my soul, and Just, you know, watching my parents go through it, watching my younger brother not really understanding and him already, you know, being in this place of fear because he's like, oh, my God, am I going to die at 20? You know, because he was still a kid. and So I just kind of was holding a lot of stuff in and just trying to function going. I was in grad school. I was working and. I went into my first yoga class. It was a kundalini yoga class. I had no idea it was kundalini. It just said yoga on the the board. And I just like walked in with my friend and I'm like, oh my God, what is this? Okay, whatever. It's not Rodney Yee that I usually see on PBS, but that's okay. And I just had an opportunity to breathe and to cry a whole lot. And the teacher gave me space for that. And I kept going. And um, yeah, from there, it just evolved.
0: How is your i mean awesome, thank you for sharing it by the way i, I like mm-hmm. i i love I love your story and how you got into it, and you know it's again it's something that hits really close to home being a queer man and you know i I can relate to parts of it for sure
1: mm-hmm.
0: um how is how has that now then changed the way that you see spirituality? I know that you now do your spiritually fly thing, which I think is super cool, but how has it changed you the way that you see spirituality because of all the process
1: oh my goodness, so yeah, really what happens is that it- in the depths of my meditation in the depths of the the movement and the especially the purifying and really cleansing breaths you know we talk about kapalabhati and breath of fire and like all these things in the practice that help to purify us but i find that the way that i reconnected to god was through my consistency and my dedication to the practice because it gave me that time to really sit with myself and to really define what spirituality means. And it's so bizarre. I, um, as I think back right now, I remember when the day that my brother died, I, um i not tell people this very often, but now your listeners will know, because um, it just popped into my head. Um, the day that my brother died, he, uh, it was a really late night and we get back to the hospital. They had, like, text my mom or, or buzzed around a pager or something and said, come back to the hospital immediately. So we, cause we were out having dinner and we get there and he'd already died. Mm-hmm. And so my mom left the room. One of my girlfriends was there with me. Um, her name is Beth. And all I could do is just stand in the room and like see him. And Beth was like, you want to leave? And I was like, no, I don't want to leave right now because he's still here. And right. so, at that moment, like that was like, his spirit was still there. Like it was still in that space. And I was like, Whoa, maybe God does exist. So it was like, Hmm, this really interesting little awakening. And I never will, like, I'll never forget that moment. And so that kind of transferred into my dedication to the practice and my, you know, my, personal satna of really committing to a spiritual practice and allowing the the yoga and the meditation to be my my sanctuary, but also the times that I can connect and speak to God. And so it's it's so important that I get it in. Like if I know if I don't get it in, in the day, um, like even if it's just a matter of like sitting and meditating, if I don't get that quiet time during the day, I'm a hot mess. I'm not nice. I'm like, seriously, I'm not nice. I'm just like, eh. Uh, my, my mind is not clear. It's just, yeah. I always need just like some quiet time, like that little downtime.
0: I think people underestimate the power of quiet time. Like, I think most people were used to being so stimulated and so go, 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 go. And I think a lot of people are afraid to, you know, be being alone for a little bit. But the power of quiet time is just like, I don't know what I would do without it. <laughs>
1: Mhm mhm it's my sanctuary like it really is that that haven that i need spiritually
0: what does it mean you know to to be spiritually fly
1: <laughs> so it's kind of like that in the sense that you know being able to take these practices that we you know both of us love teaching so much and many of us love practicing and taking truly taking the lessons that we're learning on the yoga mat or on our meditation pillow out into the rest of the world and knowing that as humans you know we we make mistakes we um we're in this constant process of evolving but hopefully through the teachings, through the texts, through the consistency, through the practice that we will show up a little bit better um, than we did yesterday, you know, or if we fall into the hole that we'll be able to pull ourselves out. So being spiritually fly is, is this message of working towards being your best self every single day, the best you can, you know, it's like, yeah, we, we may fall down. We may trip it up and trip up, but at the end of the day, we are rooted in our practice and our own connection to the divine. And through that, we will will fly, we will elevate.
0: When you say, you know, when you talk about it being, being, being committed to a practice, do you think that a lot of people have to sit a certain way or have to do a certain way or, or, you know, I know when you speak about your spirituality, what does that include for you? Like, what is your your variation of that or what does it mean to you? How does it, how does it unfold or unpack?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to, to answer your first question, no people, you, it's really about finding what's going to work for you. And within that, my, my satna, my personal practice shifts and changes. It, you know, depending on how much I'm traveling, it may be like 10 minutes <laughs> right. you know, in an airport or 10 minutes <laughs> in my hotel room.
0: <laughs> on the plane. <laughs>
1: on the plane. Oh my God, I don't know how many times I'm like, <laughs> my essential oils and I'm like, All right, <laughs> and then I pull my headphones and they're talking. And I'm like, I don't know what are you talking about, dude, because I am trying to get my meditation practice in right now before this plane takes off. Yep. Um, and then there are other times where, you know, like earlier in the week, I, I, Got home. It was still morning because um, I, was, I was hanging out with my man the night before. And so I get home, my dog's there and just unroll my yoga mat. It was full on intense movement, powerful breath work, uh, really getting into the physical body and it really it just loving way um but also just feeling my own strength because i've had a couple of um physical challenges lately so it was just nice to move in that way and then just dropping into a nice um kundalini meditation which you know invoked some some mantra and some arm movements and then just sat for a while so like on that's what i call a really good day
0: (laughs) yeah yeah yeah
1: I started out with the little chanting. I get in my movement, my physical body, and I drop into a nice meditation. And, and, on, and on the days where I can't get all that in, the thing that I am going to do is get in my meditation practice in some shape or form. And if I'm working on a, uh, like right now, I'm on a 40-day um, meditation and mantra. So it's, it's about getting my 11, 11 minutes of a mantra in. <laughs>
0: Uh, that's is it the kundalini the 40 yeah. day kundalini thing it's uh, a 40
1: I've heard. day kundalini meditation yeah so it's like okay 11 minutes all right and i didn't get it in this morning so i'm definitely gonna get it in before i go to bed yeah
0: yeah, last yeah night, i've
1: heard last night I was doing it at like it was probably like almost midnight one o'clock when i did it so
0: but you still got it in
1: i still got it in for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: i love that you said you know and and, and you know for people the sadhana practice is really just like our self-reflective pac- practice and it can look like a million ways, you know, whether that's sitting some days for an hour or sitting and then journaling, you know, or sitting and then moving your body or just moving your body and then journaling or just reflecting it. It can come in so many ways, shapes and forms and it, and it meets you exactly where you're at.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: When you talk about, um, when you talk about being spiritually fly and how it it lifts you, what does that feel like for you? When you get lifted, what does that bring to your essence, to your spirit?
1: Wow, <laughs> I haven't thought about it that way, but I'm I'm like really invoking some sensations right now. But it feels I feel lighter. Um, I feel much more focused and content. There is there's joy. There's there's happiness there. And while at the same time, I feel very rooted and grounded in who I am as a person. Um, yeah.
0: Connecting back to the goddess.
1: <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> yeah,
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. People get scared of meditation, you know, like people get scared. Like I was saying earlier, people get scared to sit, people get scared to chant all like, and I, and I'm, I'm, maybe I'm projecting because this is all totally like me. Like my story was like meditation. No, thanks. Chanting. That's for the birds. Like I wanted none of it. And now I can't get enough of it. Like now it's just so important. Like, I would go crazier cuz I think I'm crazy but you know like I would go crazier if I didn't have these tools and techniques but more importantly this 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 practice to keep me on track and and to keep me honest. And I I hear you talk a lot about you know meditation and how how important it is to you. When someone is first starting what's your advice to them?
1: Uh my my first advice is to not force yourself to sit for 20 minutes. <laughs> because you'll see like in magazines and in books and it's like 20 minute practice is important. Right. And I'm like, you know what, if you can just drop in, sit, lie on your back, breathe and be still for five minutes, that's a meditation practice right there. You did it. Mm -hmm. Yay. Success. Um, And really trying not to be hard on yourself. It's like, yeah, I, you know, it's great being able to wake up super early in the morning, but most days I don't. And so not forcing yourself to do your meditation at a specific day and time every single day like that, then you'll like, you're wrapped up in the the craziness of the routine and that become, it starts to make the meditation feel more like a chore. Um, you want to at least get to a point where your meditation is like drinking water, Mm. like you need it in order. It's vital. Yes, it is. Yeah,
0: that's good. I've never thought about it like that or never thought to, to contextualize it like that like it's it's, it's like drinking water <laughs>
1: yeah. i'm obsessed with water by the way so it's like i mean i, I
0: mean same
1: <laughs> like literally the first thing that goes in my body in the morning is like a glass of water and then i'm like okay boom ready to go
0: you got life and you're ready yeah Now you, um, I know you're a big fan of journaling and you've actually created this really beautiful meditation, you know, journal. How, why did this project come about? And I know it was, I came from, I know your, your, your passion from journaling your thoughts. And I know you share some of that, but how did this idea come into Faith Hunter's head where you were like, I'm going to do this?
1: Yeah. You know what? It was not my idea at all. Actually, it was my cousin's idea. Her name's Keisha. And She, you know, follows me on Instagram and, you know, we're we're like sisters basically. And so she's always known that I've drawn a lot and that I love writing poetry. And so she was like, you know, you should totally do a poetry book. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. And then I was like, how can I, then my idea was like, how can I create something a little different and where I'm merging my love of poetry and Providing people with something tangible that they can use in their their own personal development and work, and so I was like, you know what? I'll take snippets of some of my poems. I'll take some of the quotes that I've written on Instagram and all these other places over the years, and just collect them into this nice little package of a meditation journal. So I don't know if you've seen it. It has. Um, three sections. And um, it's about heal, connect, and then elevate. And then the poems that support that those three sections are three poems. So it's basically 21 days for each section, and then seven days. And so each week, you get a different poem and each day you get a different quote. And the idea and the concept is that you read the poem, right? Be inspired by the words and whatnot. And then each day read the quote and maybe allow that to be your personal mantra for the day. Or maybe it's the thing that helps to set your tone for the day. Or even you, like, I know some people have enjoyed using it as a way to ground at night so they can go to sleep. So they're like, you know what? I see this quote, absorb it, write my thoughts down and then go to bed. So, um, yeah, there's That's a combination two sisters.
0: <laughs> yeah. I love it. Thanks Keisha for the, thanks Keisha for planting the seed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and, and of course, you know, for you putting it together, I love that it, it, it um, it, I, I, the whole point of like having like something there to like contemplate or even think about, because I know sometimes when I journal, I'm just like, what well, I don't even know what to write. There's so many thoughts going on. There's, So much going on in my brain, like I'm trying to figure out my to do list or you know, whatever it is. Like I don't know what to do. So to to have something to like focus your attention on, not only just for the journaling, but also for the meditation as well. To get to get you outside of like the rat race that's going on upstairs. It's like it's absolutely brilliant.
1: Definitely, definitely. And the quotes serve as a beautiful little prompts to set yourself up. So some people will read the quote and then just sit on that for a while and just kind of meditate on the quote and then drop into journaling, which is perfect.
0: I love it. And now you're up to, I know you're doing a lot of like women empowerment retreats and trainings as well.
1: Yeah. You know, it started, um, several years ago just with my own personal work. And, you know, of course my yoga studio, we have way more women that show up than men, which is, you know, pretty typical. Yeah. That's pretty typical, you know, here in the U S but I really wanted to do something different. And I, part of it was, you know, I I gained inspiration from a lot of people. My, my relationship with my mother has as the years go on becomes more beautiful and and Mm. becomes more expansive. And our connection is, is so sweet. I mean, she's like 76 years old and it's, I'm reminded often of some of the seeds that she dropped when I was like 12 and didn't want to listen. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that.
1: Oh, dang. She was right. You know? Um, and so leaning on that and then. You know, also as I was thinking about, you know, the connection that I developed with my mom as a young girl and how that was really beautiful. And then all of a sudden I became a teenager and thought she was the devil. And then we've made, we've come full circle where we are close and really sweet to each other again. And then looking at all of the other women in my life from, family members to women in different careers where I've they've been my supervisor and how they've been supportive and i really started creating programming that was geared towards creating an environment really where women can be supportive of one another and also grow individually in that same time and mm-hmm. in over the past year, I've been incorporating the Meditation Journal as a component of that. And um, yeah, that's, it's been really amazing to engage and watch women grow in that way. Just even over three days, it's really powerful.
0: Have you gotten your mom to meditate?
1: She does her prayers.
0: <laughs> I love it.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah, first thing in the morning. Yeah, and the crazy part is she always did that. You know, it's again, is is when you're younger, you don't, you see and you soak it in, but you don't really think about it. And I'm like, oh my god, my mom always did this every morning.
0: It's just a different way to channel the divine.
1: Exactly.
0: That's, it's, I think it's all like, you know, for if, if if it's safe, if not harming anybody, if it's mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 an integrity. I think that it's it's just another way to get there, and that works for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it was so fascinating because, um, like, over Thanksgiving, I, I was spending time with my family, and my mom is like, Don't forget to bring the journal, right? And so I bring the journal to her, and we're, we're in a hotel room. And so she was in another room, and I, I walk in, and I'm like, She's there reading the journal and closing her eyes, and then opens her eyes and reads somewhere and closes her eyes again. I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> she's reading my journal like she's reading the Bible. She's doing it. <laughs> Baby Jesus.
0: <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Faith, I can't. I'm I'm just, I'm so excited to, to come full circle with you and to get yeah. to chat with you again and, and just, just wrap a little bit. I think what you're doing is so inspiring. And, and I've been, I've been watching you just cause you've inspired me. And I, I'll never forget that Facebook message where you were just like, Danny, just do it. You get, you got this, you got this. And I was
1: like, I wanted to
0: like, I wanted to like connect cause you were, oh. I know you were doing a lot and you were so kind. You were like, responded back to me and you were oh. so sweet. And
1: oh.
0: yeah, you were yeah. super supportive. It was, it was super great and amazing.
1: Oh, wow. I'm glad I, I really, yeah. That's one thing I, I try to do is, Somebody asked me one day, like, do you respond to your Facebook message? I was like, I really try. Sometimes I'm late in responding, but especially if it's a teacher or someone that's fairly new, because that's another really love and passion of mine is like really supporting other teachers because I received so much support from my, my teachers, the ones that did that I did teacher training with. And so I'm yeah. constantly trying to, to give that back in some shape or form. That's
0: well, you did it.
1: <laughs> awesome. You did it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I did, I, yeah, I did. I did do it later on. Yes, <laughs> Faith, it's been such a pleasure to have you on the show today and oh. to uh, to again just chat and connect. And I'm so excited and 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 to see what happens next for you. And I love hearing the story about your mom.
1: Yay, yay! I'm, I, you know, I she always somehow makes an appearance when I when I do interviews. That woman, so she's
0: yeah, well, she's what special
1: in my life. Yes, yes,
0: yeah, very special. Yeah. I'll make sure I link your uh, journal. Actually, I'm gonna pick up one myself, and I'm gonna try the uh, the 21 days with you. I'll let you know how it goes.
1: Oh yes, please. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> well,
0: this is until the next Yogi Misfit session. This is Faith and Danny saying peace out.
1: All right, have a spiritually flat day. <laughs>